the great Eric Burns, ladies and gentlemen. We call him Burns. You see him on the MLB Network. You remember him playing in the desert. You remember him being mostly a West Coast kind of guy mm-hmm. because he is a West Coast kind of guy. He's a Guinness World Record holder. He's just a fun guy. He is the great Eric Burns. What's going on, man? Tony, I've missed you, dude. I mean, I, you realize for a long time there, I would not miss a Tony Bruno Gary Radnish segment back on KNDR 680 D Sports Leader in the San Francisco Bay Area. And you know, Gary came on the show yesterday. He has not been on anywhere since he retired a year, almost a year ago. Well, we got Robin called him and roused him out of retirement, and he came on and did like 20 minutes with us yesterday. And it was just like we never, we never lost a beat, man. We did the old. Radnich segment again live. He didn't have the Bentley, though. He's, he's downgraded to a Mercedes, Mercedes 7 Series, I think. <laughs> I mean, that, that chemistry and flow, though, that, like, you can't teach that. You can't go to broadcasting school and walk away from it with the type of uh, juju that you and Radnich had together, man. That was, uh, that was something special. The juju that we do, that you do. So, I know you do a lot of stuff when there's, even when there is baseball, but what are you doing now? Like the MLB Network obviously has to put programming on, old games and stuff. Before we get into your other stuff that you've been doing and your chase for records and, and trying to help kids around the country be involved in sports, which is hard to do right now, what are you doing, the, guys, the other guys at the MLB Network? What are you guys doing right now? Well, I, I think they have some programming going on uh, with kind of the standard shows, but... For the most part, right now, not a whole lot, man. I mean, dude, I've been here and I've, I've had contact with them, but I think we're just trying to figure out what's going to happen. So I've uh, pretty much locked myself down in the pain cave uh, in, in Lake Tahoe here, and I've been knocking out uh, like 20 miles a day on the treadmill just to kind of keep the mind right and allow me to be able to go upstairs and be a uh, interactive and responsible, loving and caring father and husband that I attempt to be on a daily basis. It's like Rick Clu- uh, Sutcliffe used to say, Tony. What? Not that busy, it's man. Not that busy, man. It's not that <laughs> busy. <laughs> now, Eric, you, you know, you talk about being act Now, your haircut, because have you had the ability to keep the sides trimmed with your famous haircut during this pandemic where nobody's supposed to have barbers or interaction with that kind of stuff? What's going on with the hair right now? Yeah, you know what, dude? It's, it's actually, I'm letting it flow. And I want to see kind of where it is uh, before I have to go back to work and then see if I can't carve out a, a fresh style. Now, I did make my 8-year-old a deal. So he raced in this Far West series of ski racing, and there's like 100 kids, and he's 8, and so he's racing in a 10U, right? And so I told him, I'm like, look, man, I said, if you podium, so that's one, two, or three. Now, they medal the top 15, but I'm like, that doesn't count. There's no participation trophies here. I said, you end up on the steps, one, two, or three. I said, I'll give you the razor and, and the scissors, and, and you can decide whatever you want to do with my hair. So uh, I still have that coming because he, uh, he stepped up on the podium. He had an unbelievable season. Actually, was on there a couple times. Um, so it would be interesting to see how the 8-year-old barber does in his uh, initiation into – uh, the hairstyling world. Yeah, because all you need is just a razor like a lot of people have, and you just buzz it around, right? And you just keep the sides. You get the, si- you get the top long, and you got to just buzz around, right? 
Yeah, where it gets creepy now, though, is that my top is so long that it, it literally, like, it's starting to touch my shoulders. Dude. So then I put it up, and I put it up in that little, the little man bun thing. Which, look, I, I get it. I, I mean, I'm, I'm over all the, you take all the, sh- you know, pot shots you want and this and that. But it's kind of nice just to have that up there. But what, <laughs> what, what I like doing is like hiding in a closet. I've done this a couple times. And I'll take my hair and I'll put it down, and so it goes all over my face and around. And then I'll be I'll be in like one of my kids' closets, and they open the door and it's the. <laughs> it's like the ring. Are you like the character in the ring that comes out of the closet? <laughs> I'm like, I, hey man, I'm telling you, like my wife and my kids will look at me. And they're like, it's dead serious. Like not like they're like, don't do that. Do not do like that. Like it just completely freaks them out. So. I don't know, man. I like this, though, Tony. Quar- quar- quarantine's a weird thing, isn't it? Yes, he, it is. He sounds like he's using this quarantine and, you know, t- with a positive viewpoint. He might come out with a new look. Everybody's bitching and moaning that they can't get their hair cut. Exactly. Not Eric. Not me. I don't worry about well, my yeah, hair right. I just shave my head every two days. <laughs> now, Eric, you've been, last year, last time we were talking to you, you were doing this golf record. Harry's a big golfer. I, I haven't played in years. Yeah, but this is speed golf, speed though, right? Speed golf. And you get set the Guinness Book of World Records what, April of last year, right, when we were all out there, 420 holes in 24 hours. Wow. Right? Yeah, that was pretty wild. I mean, it's, I think, kind of this, this rare, unique um, combination. Like, usually you don't get, uh, you know, endurance athletes uh, to have the hand-eye coordination to be able to do something like that. But, you know, at the same time, um, I also sort of recreated – you know, the way it was played. So um, Ian Colston held the record for 47 years. Uh, an Australian uh, badass runner was, was damn near an Olympic marathoner. There um, was much better runner than I was. Um, but he was also a really good golfer. But what he would do, like his style was like, hey, I'm a good golfer. I'm going to go. I'm going to hit like everyone else does. Take your time over the ball. Get the ball in the hole as quickly as possible and then move on. But, you know, really, like there's no way I break that record. Um, if I didn't uh, play the way I played, which was essentially polo style. So I would tee off with two hands, and then I'd run to the next shot, and then most of the shots after that, basically until I was putting, were just were polo style hacks. And the funny thing was is that I never. Uh, the only reason why I even like, figured out that that's more efficient is when I was training to do the 12-hour one for the first time. This was an event that I got invited to. I knew nothing about speed golf. Um, I ducked the shot, and I was so pissed on, like, my fourth round of training that I just ran up to the ball, and I hit it with one hand, and it put, like, 100 yards, and I stuck it right by the pin. And I'm like, wait, hold on a second. Like, what if I didn't have to stop running? Mm. And sure enough, I played my last round that day, and I think my fastest round at that point was, like, 45 minutes. I played my last round that day, which should have been – one of my slower rounds because I was busting it hard that day. That last round that day was was 41 minutes. Incredible. And so I'm like, okay, I, I think I'm onto something here. And this is all in the hole. There's no gimme putts or anything, right? No, for, for Guinness, this is great. But for Guinness, we had to have a professional, uh, a PGA certified professional with us at all times uh, to make sure I was adhering to all of the rules. Uh, and then those professionals, too, could but they could only work in four-hour increments, <laughs> apparently because they, they would get tired. Um, 
and then so we had this we had to swap them out. So Half Moon Bay uh, Golf Course, the golf links out there by the Ritz Carlton is unbelievable. Yep. They they were fully on board with all this, super supportive. So the all their golf pros, basically six of them, is what we had to have came out and worked in four hour uh, four hour increments. All right, now before we run out of time, I want to get to what you're doing now, which is your next attempt is to triathlon across America. And you talk about, you know, being athletic and the golf thing and the running and the swimming. So what's going on with that? Because you're doing Let Them Play, which is for kids. And obviously people can't go out there and train a lot right now. So how are you going to do this where you're going to do a, an endurance test where you're going to you're, you actually have a, a documentary film about this, right? Let Them Play a Triathlon Across America. Yeah, well, the good thing, Tony, is I've, I've already done it. <laughs> oh, well, that's good. So, yeah, exactly. So basically, it, it was um, it was when we created, my wife and I created the foundation called Let Them Play. We figured out 97% of schools no longer have everyday PE. 60% of kids do zero after-school youth activity. It gets even worse uh, when you get into the socio-economic, you know, situations. Um, and we started this foundation, and it was all about getting kids out there and getting them playing again and helping PE programs around the country, helping youth activity organizations. And so for the big kickoff event in the summer of 2018, um, you know, again, sort of this unique background between baseball and, and ultra-endurance sports, we decided to, to do a seven-mile swim across the San Francisco Bay uh, and then ride. I rode my bike 2,400 miles uh, from Oakland to Chicago and then ran 905 from Chicago to New York City, um, and we stopped at different places along the way, mainly minor league and major league ballparks, and uh, worked with the teams to deliver grants to all these different organizations. And it was uh, obviously quite the experience. It was sort of like the, uh, I, you know, I have three young kids, and so it was like the Griswolds, um, you know, doing this crazy whacked-out endurance thing, and, um, it's, it's full of uh, all sorts of uh, comical um, adventures, uh, as well as like some really cool information, and, and it brings light to the youth and activity um, epidemic really kind of going on right now. And so it's something we're really proud of. We just released the film uh, two days ago. It's at letthemplayfilm.com is where you can see it. Um, but it's, um, yeah, it's been pretty cool. Beautiful. I should have known about the that you did it already because I know you couldn't do it right now. But you got to go see it. Let them play film dot com and you'll see the entire triathlon across America. You can follow him at at Burns B Y R N E S twenty two on Instagram. Eric Burns twenty two and then Twitch TV where we're on too at Tony Bruno Show. It's Twitch TV. Eric Burns. Eric, oh. always great to talk to you, man. Congratulations, doing great stuff as always, man. Hope to see you yeah, soon on TV. Got to- Tony, it's always a pleasure to hear your voice, man. Seriously, it's a uh, it's just an iconic moment in my life that uh, always brings back great memories. Next time we got to throw Radnish on here too. Exactly right. All right, brother, take care out there, man. Be safe. All right, dude. There he is, the great Eric Burns, talking baseball.